Welcome to Swap Flies, Tell Them Lies. How is everybody today? Got a new guest on. Introduce yourself, buddy. Uh, Rebecca. She's my buddy. Um, it's her first time, so she's a little bit nervous. <laughs> yeah, you, you could say that, yeah. <laughs> so we'll start it off with this. What's the scariest thing that you remember doing ever? <laughs> I knew you were going to ask that, and it yeah. still like catches me out. All right. You could go with a couple different ones. You could go with the first one you told me, or you could go with something else. All right. Yeah. Well, I, I'm going to say time, a time I definitely remember feeling absolutely terrified. I was in uh, driver's ed class in How high school. Um, in grade. 14, 15, freshman Sophomore. in high school. Oh, freshman? Yeah. There was a driver's ed on the res, but by the time I got to high school, there wasn't a driver's ed. Mm. Carry on, though. Well, yeah, so... Um, and you graduated in 97. Yeah. Okay. So I, I was, you know, just old enough to get a learner's permit. I wasn't even old enough to get the license yet. So oh. yeah, 14, it makes sense then. Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, you do all of the weeks of in-class learning and all that. And then it's like your turn to go out and the, go driving. So they take like, you know, three kids at a time out with the driving instructor and you're out there for... We had hour and a half long block schedule classes, so it was just like during the school day. And uh, did you guys have instructional videos? Yeah, yeah, I definitely remember watching some of those. Yeah. And then we we went. It was like literally my first time having to drive. Yeah. He told me, "All right, we'll go ahead and take this on ramp," and I was like on the freeway. At a time, like, there was no speed limit in Montana back then. And so there's, like, these other cars whipping by at, like, 90, 100 miles an hour, I swear. And I was, like, white knuckle, like, ripping the steering wheel, probably going, like, all of 30. Yeah. Do you slam <laughs> your brakes when you hit water? No. Okay. What's that? I said, I'm asking you a, a legitimate question. Okay. Like, do you slam your brakes on and try to... Stop when you're when you hit water patches or anything like that. No, it's it's kind of basically a desert. I don't remember hitting water patches driving ever. That wasn't no. Okay, my <laughs> my question was not a legit question. I'm just talking like that's a question. Okay. Like in driver's ed. Huh. Like, do you just go through? No, you don't. You don't slam on on ice. You don't slam on. Anyways. Okay. Yeah. My mind goes a million different directions when somebody's talking on here with yeah, questions. I, I've listened before. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you're on the freeway, right? Okay, well, anyway, he's just like, okay, never mind. Why don't you go and take the next exit? Because I was, like, obviously freaking out. So, like, I went from, like, basically one on-ramp to the next. So it was, like, a few miles. Got off at that one, but that exit leads to, like, downtown, so oh, we like go there and uh he's like well why don't you go ahead and just park here and we'll switch drivers and i'm like park here it's parallel parking downtown <laughs> yeah. this is like my first time driving i was like okay okay i know how to do this yeah. and he had talked me through it and i like had to had to drive on the freeway and had to parallel park both on my very first time ever Holy driving shit. but it was outside of this like 
kind of cafe thing. They had like tables out on the sidewalk downtown. And there's still like the car with like the student driver like sign on it and everything. And I parallel park and there's some like guys there at this table outside and they like stood up and applauded when I parked. And I was so mortified. I was like, this is worse than driving. (laughs) Holy shit. And of course we're switching drivers. So I had to like get up out of the car and like go to the other door and they're just like, woohoo. It's like, oh my God, this is awful. So even though they see you parallel park, they're probably thinking like, oh, she's not doing it right. So they have to switch out drivers, right? Or is that where your mind went? Yeah, probably. Oh, okay. <laughs> so how long is a driver's ed class then? Was it just one year you had to take it or do you have to take oh, it? Oh, just a semester, I think. Mm. So how many times did it take you to pass the driver's test? Oh, first try. Think you're better than me? <laughs> a lot of tries <laughs> how many times did it take you to the written test once first try how would it end the drive with the driving test first one try. try okay <laughs> so uh i turned 16 and 93 um and uh you're right there buddy yeah, I'm just spilling coffee all over. Yeah, yeah. Tea. I'm, I'm totally good. <laughs> and uh, so, all I heard at that point was like, "You don't even have to study. You don't even have to study." And my dumbass should have known better. I don't study and I fail all the time. <laughs> but I was like, "Shit, Merle, we don't even have to study. We could just go over and fucking take this thing." And he's like, "Yeah." And then we took it and we like got like one or two questions right. Oh, ouch. And that's the A and B <laughs> test, right? Uh-huh. So it's like A and B. It's like, damn, we combined? Combined, we got those right. Like, yeah, you guys got to study. Damn. So we went back again and failed again. And I was just like, damn, what, what the fuck, man? You know? Because <laughs> it's always the A and it's always the B. Boom, 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 boom. So that's, I was like, damn, that's fucking four times. So finally passed and we're all come back with my question is um i passed actually this month in 1994 i got my driver's license finally there's a fucking mercy kill on the lady's part and like he was just like you boys know better than this you guys know this you know this you know this you know this so our my driver's test was pretty fucking easy it's on the res just around town parked good anyways cut to 2012 we're at my uncle Bruce's got all my sisters there. Um, the girl I was dating at the time was there. And then Jesse was like, my uncle Bruce was like, eh, you going to get to use the car next time, kid. And I was like, you didn't pass. And she's like, no. And I said, well, as long as you don't beat the family record, you'll be fine. It's like, you're smarter than me and Merle anyways. And she started laughing. And my uncle Bruce was like, family record what's the family record what are you talking about and i said uncle the family record me and merle got the family record and he said you better text your cousin i said hey bro me and you failed that four times right and then like i don't remember if he called me or texted me but i think he called and he said four four who are you trying to impress we failed that fucking thing eight times (laughs) (laughs) and i was like oh like the sail just the wind just came right out of my sail and i was like all right well jesse just failed for the first time he's like bro she's good she's smarter than us tell her to study i said merle said study and you'll be fine i was like just don't fail eight times and then my uncle was like that 
that's not the family record. And I was like, hold on, Merle. I was like, what's the family record? He's like, your guys' cousin Tom took and failed the test 19 times. Holy that Okay, wow. that, that's when I called Merle. I said, Merle, we're not even in a close second in the family fucking failing department, man. And he's like, what? Somebody failed more than eight times? I was like, cousin Tom failed 19 times. And Merle was with his wife, and he's like, fuck yeah. I got to tell my wife this, man. Call me later, though. So... That's awesome. Yeah, so... <laughs> I can't imagine taking a test again. <laughs> you're like, you're, you're impressed by the eight ones, right? <laughs> I'm not sure impressed is the right word, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, damn, eight times? <laughs> I should be on my Tinder profile. <laughs> failed, failed the driver's written test eight times. <laughs> so... Outside of that, how young were you? Well, do you even want to discuss your profession on this? Sure. How? What age were you? Because my sister was a young. My sister was a freshman when she knew what she was going to be doing, what she's doing right now. How old were you when you knew you wanted to become a teacher? Um, probably very young. I I very distinctly remember fourth grade, and yeah. like I wrote a paper about I want to be a teacher. But even younger than that, like I remember I. I played that with like my dolls and stuffed animals like i, I played school <laughs> what, was there a teacher that left a mark at a young age then or is just something um, you just was calling just something you i always wanted to do but like my fourth grade teacher and fifth grade teacher both were ones that were was like i want to do that like okay. i remember in fourth grade being like i want to do what she does and then my fifth grade teacher was like just really good at it and super fun so i was like oh, oh and i want to do it that way <laughs> yeah. Like, you could do it this way? Yeah. <laughs> there was, uh, is there any, like, so there's a teacher, and looking back, I'm like, that's how she needed to be, because we were kind of a rowdy bunch, you yeah. know? Her name was Mrs. Bruns, and she was a math teacher, and I'm already intimidated by math, because I suck at it without a calculator. So I always, like, borderline, like, I might get a D to pass throughout my school years with math, right? And she was just super intimidating. She took zero shit from anybody. And it was just like it scared me. And um, I, uh, when I moved over here in 07, I was coming from a doctor's appointment. So I had to go into work a little bit later than usual. And it wasn't much later. But I was on the ferry going across to the airport. And I was just like, I was sitting like, did you ever see that movie Ghost? Yeah. Remember when that ghost like just spots Patrick Swayze and just goes right at him and he's like <laughs> looking around. Do you remember that scene? Yeah. Okay. I should have handled this different, but I th I'm assuming that's how it looked like when I was coming up to this lady <laughs> and I saw like I was looking oh, and I was like, I looked over and I was just like, no fucking, no fucking way, no fucking. Holy shit. And I got up and I was staring <laughs> at her and then she got up and she walked out and she was standing on the deck, and I tapped her. I said, "Did you teach in Matlakala?" And she's like, "Yeah." And I was like, <laughs> "And I was like, Miss Mrs. Bruns, it's Bruce." <laughs> and then uh, she was just like, "She's like," and she was this tiny little thing, like yeah. barely up to my shoulders, and she was just like, "Brucey," <laughs> and I was like, "Mrs. Bruns," and she was like, "Oh," and I gave her a hug, and I was like. Look, I get I talked a lot of shit to you, but it's like kind of cool to see you now. <laughs> you know, how are you? And she was very standoffish. And then she was just like, 
got to realize, the last time I saw you, I was way bigger than you. And they're like, <laughs> this bigger guy just like, hey, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so looking back, the shit she, the way she taught needed, she needed to be that way, <laughs> you yeah. know. But there are some other cool teachers, like Mr. Rowe was a badass teacher. He was at the library. He was our basketball coach. Always was, like, super chill about everything, so. But you decided at a young age you wanted to be the fun teacher, right? Yeah, just, like, uh, I don't know, lots of projects and stuff. And I'm probably not super fun. I'm not as fun as, like, I think we do stuff that's, like, super fun, but (laughs) it's, like, oh, you guys, we could totally do this with these math manipulatives. And they're, like, oh, no, seriously, that's not fun. I'm, like, okay, all right, it was fun to me. Yeah. I make it fun though. (laughs) So where did you get your start off then? Like, uh, you graduated in '97. Mm -hmm. You go to college. How long did you have to go to college? I ended up doing four and a half years instead of just four. I didn't student teach until fall of my fifth year because I I had another class. So, So, like junior year college is like second half of junior year. They you have to sign up for um, or apply to the Department of Education officially okay. before you can get placed for like the in class, uh, you know, practicums and the student teaching and all of that. Yeah. And uh, so I was doing that, like you know, went and met with the head of the department and everything, and they're like, "And who's your faculty advisor?" And I was like, "What do you mean?" And she said, "Well, you every." that's going to go into education should have an advisor that's in the education department. And I was like, oh, um, nobody ever told me that before. And she said, well, how, how have you known what classes to sign up for? And I was like, well, um, the course catalog like had a, a list of courses in it from freshman year. And I Damn. like had handwritten them down on a piece of notebook paper <laughs> that I still had like three years later and I was like well right here and uh she's like oh okay so let's talk a little (laughs) it's like oh dang she's like well because you missed this class and you haven't taken that one and you took these two out of order and I was like "Uh, okay I I didn't know that and she said well if you'd had an advisor they would have told you but there was some class that I hadn't taken yet that was supposed to be a prerequisite or that so I ended up kind of killing a semester like I couldn't student teach yet because I hadn't taken this class yet so damn um it pushed my student teaching off to the next fall so I I had four and a half years of college damn (laughs) but uh, apparently I missed that well because I never went to freshman orientation yeah Uh, when I started college I was out of the country so so was it the fall of 2001 when you started then Teaching? Well, uh, whatever. No, O2. O2? O2. Okay, yeah. okay. See, my math, I don't have my calculator <laughs> accessible. So can't, can't count from 97 plus four plus one more. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All I did was four and a half. So I, in my head, I said 97, 98, 98, 98. <laughs> and I was doing this in my head. And that, so that's I went, what you were doing over there, yeah, counting on your fingers? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. I mean, use use the tools available yeah. at your disposal there. Yeah, All it right. was. Um, not that you fucking care, but I'm gonna say it anyways because it's funny now that I think about it. But like, I was at my uncle Bruce's one time, and we we're I was with my mom because my dad was still working, and I was younger, and I was doing I was doing like you know like this, and uh-huh. they asked me something, and my mom was like, "Hurry up!" 
And before I could say so, my uncle said, hey, he has to pull his pants down to count to 21. Give the boy some time. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom started laughing and it didn't sit. And I was like, ah, oh, he just insulted me. <laughs> and then I started laughing. <laughs> so that's it. Oh, wow. Okay. But like, I always remember like, you're not, you're not going to have a calculator in hand. You're not going to have a calculator in hand. And then when I, I, I used to work at the airport and I started as a part-time worker for the airport dock and I worked my way up to one of the top managers. So I was training people how to fuel. Uh-huh. Well, you have to convert fuel into pounds and shit, right? Yeah. And then you have, and, and like when I, I remember like, oh shit, when I got this job and like I said, oh shit, I was told there'd be no fucking math. <laughs> you know and then uh my the main boss of all alaska was there she's like no she always called me bb don't worry look and she like, flipped the flipped the fuel book open goddamn calculator right there and then it's got so nice and i was always like oh i wish i could talk to miss bruns right now because she said i'd never have a calculator on hand you know <laughs> that's funny I, I let kids in class use calculators sometimes, but it's not till they get far enough. It's like, well, if you just type numbers in and you don't know what they're for, then, like, what does it mean? Like, why am I doing this? You can't visualize yeah. what that calculator's doing. Then and you have that. you would have no idea if you're even typing the right numbers. Yeah, and I get that because you need to see the work and how you get to it, right? Yeah, how you get from A to F, right? Yeah, so to speak, not in letter well, grades, but I just mean. Yeah, like the process, but yeah. it's like you if you have no idea that multiplying two fractions is going to get to a tinier fraction of an answer, and you're just like, put a number, push equal sign, that must be the answer, and write yeah. it down. It's like, are you kidding me? That number's in the thousands. You should have a tiny little number here. And like, oh, I didn't know. Well, yeah, so you shouldn't be using the calculator yet. You didn't know. I just fucking hated the remainders, too. Yeah, me too. I'd rather take them out to the decimal point. Yeah. And it's like, what the <laughs> fuck? Wait, what? Like, I was always so intimidated because I sucked at it. And then I'd, I always feel like I was just like, oh, man. Oh, man. I hope my brother could help me because my brother's really smart. <laughs> like, everybody, all the siblings are really smart. And I just kind of just, like, would get by. Like, I tried one time and I got to, like, a two, two seven. Yeah. And I was just like, Damn. I could probably make honor roll. And then that shit just went right back to normal. Like, I was sitting in the shop class, and I was getting ready to to fucking weigh tires, you know? Like, fucking uh-huh. even them out. So I was spinning and showing the kid in there. And Mr. Pike's like, Booth, need to talk to you. I said, okay, what's up? And he said, why do all your teachers tell me that you're... Why aren't you trying? You're doing so good at the beginning of the first half of the school year. And then come springtime, you're... Sh- and he would cuss. He's like, and your shit goes down. Now you're ineligible and you can't play until November. What the fuck, man? You were doing so good last year. And I just remember I was just, I sat down on his, on his teacher seat. And I just went, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, teach. And uh, he started laughing. He's like, get the fuck out of my seat, man. Go, go weigh those tires. Do better. You could do better. I expect better some of my grades came up just a smidge but not much yeah now i kind of wish i done better (laughs) you know what i'm saying it's surprising to me when you say that you're not smart because you you like have the best memory of like anyone i know you're just like random stuff and like you remember the year and the tiny details i didn't put it to good use you know what i'm saying like i I would be uh i'd be in class and i'd pay attention 
And then I'd just be like, Ugh. sometimes I'd be really engaged and other times I just wouldn't. And that's on me. It's not on the teachers, you know. Um, and then it was just like, Ugh. then I'd get home and I'd be like, I don't want to do this. Then I'd put it off to the last minute. I'm like, fuck, why don't I just do it on Tuesday when Mrs. Ackerman <laughs> gave me my fucking assignment and said it was due next Monday? Why did I wait till fucking Sunday night and it's 10 o'clock? I always do this. I'm going to change. And I never changed. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally get that, though. I am a horrible procrastinator. If it's possible to put something off, I will do it every time. Yeah. I, I have to have deadlines, too. If somebody tells me, like, oh, just do it whenever. Yeah. Well, there's no last minute involved in whenever, so <laughs> no. it's never going to happen. Because I don't dot, do dot, stuff right? until it's last minute. So, yeah, I, I need solid deadlines. Like, okay. Tuesday at noon, yeah. I, I'll start it Tuesday morning. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> what time is it? 8 a.m. I can start at 9 a.m. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, I, I could totally sleep another hour before I start this. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, so you had to wait, so O two 2 then, where, mm -hmm. um, did you stay in-state when you went to college, or did you go out of yeah, state? Yeah, I was in Montana is where I grew up, and I went to Carroll College, a little private Catholic college in Montana. Cool. Um. Yeah, it, it was very cool. I had a good college experience overall. Nice. A super-duper expensive one, though. Holy smokes. <laughs> I Like, the thought process that yeah. led me to pick a private college now, looking back at the bills that I still haven't paid for, it's coming up on 20 years, though, yeah. since I graduated college. Yeah. And so that's, that's literally my goal right now is paying off the last of the student loans. Like, I want to be debt-free 20 years out from college. Yeah, so with that in mind and i think that's a doable goal right now i can do that i mean i know it's more there's more access accessibility to getting um help student wise so that doesn't happen hopefully but like when your boys get older and they start asking you questions are you gonna steer them towards an expensive college or is that well, even an issue i i'm gonna ask them what they want to do with their life because yeah. i don't think necessarily everyone needs to go to college yeah, i think I didn't. it's it, it depends on what your career goals are. Yeah. I knew for sure the career I wanted was something that needed, needed the, a college yeah. degree for. Like, I w if I could go back, I would go to a trade school right after high school. Nice. But... I mean, and if that's what you want to get into, yeah. then that's the route to do it. And, like, there's so many careers that a college yeah. degree would just be a expensive piece of paper that doesn't help you with that career. Yeah. So... I think it needs to be goal oriented. Yeah. Like, where do you want to end up, or what do you want to be? And if you don't know yet, yeah, then why are you spending money doing that? Yeah, there's there's other worthy things you could do for a few years after high school while you figure it out, and yeah. then go to college if you need to. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I just I, wish I went to a trade school. What would you have done? Um, thinking back, there would have been either I would have gone to be a mechanic or a decent mechanic you know nice yeah but that's just what i can think of at the top of my head right now so like in your mind though you're thinking like that kind of trade school is something you you would have needed to do right after high school but why why not now see that, that's what i was thinking too and then when the shit hit the fan this past year and i lost my job to the pandemic that's when i was like i could still do this i just need to figure out my way to mm -hmm. get to these things you know what i'm yeah. saying it's not like there's a time limit. It's yeah. like now or never. No, oh. it's like do it when... And, and the other thing was I wish I had went to at least some kind of college to where uh, 
So, like, um, when I was a kid, huge fan of Christian Slater in his movie. Still am. <laughs> like, he was in the greatest TV show of all time called Mr. Robot. That's beside the point. He was in this really cool movie called Pump Up the Volume where he was a pirate radio DJ, right? Okay. Came out in 1990. Hey, I, that doesn't sound familiar, though. I don't oh, think I've seen it. I'm going to send you the trailer after. And then you can <laughs> okay. be like, yeah, I'm not going to watch it, but thanks for sending the trailer. <laughs> that's what's going to happen. Okay. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, but that's another thing I wish I, 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 I would have gone to school for, at least to aim me in that direction, to at that time being a radio DJ, you know? Okay. Now, I got a microphone and an app, and I was able huh. to do a dream of mine. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And that took me a while to get to, get to that, but this is about you. Um, <laughs> so, I'll go ahead. No, I was going to say, why? I, just a reaction. Why Why is it about me? It's your podcast. <laughs> because you're a guest. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. People hear my fucking nonsensical talk all the time. They don't hear yours on here all the time. <laughs> I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be literally why they listen, though. But yeah, because I'm gonna be blabbing over somebody else on another episode very soon. (laughs) (laughs) Instead of you, (laughs) probably be Adam. (laughs) Probably be my sister or my daughter. (laughs) You know. But anyway, so um, when you ventured out afterwards, did you stay within Montana after you graduated? Well, because I graduated mid-year. There's not really teaching jobs that come open in December. So I I spent that year kind of a few jobs. I worked at like one of those um, tutoring centers. Oh, okay. Sorry, my voice was cracky right there. Um, And I um, did substitute teaching and I did like... uh, um, just private tutoring for families a couple of like in the evenings um, okay. and I ended up with like a long-term sub job for a, a gal that was out on maternity leave and kind of did that for that half of the year. Oh, okay. And um, actually thought that I would stay in that school district where I graduated college and stick around Helena for, you know, I was okay. sort of like, hey, I'm happy here. and Might as well. And then I ended up taking a teaching job in Alaska. I'm sure I've told you that story before. You did, but, but I'm, I'm getting, <laughs> you can just give us the Cliff Notes version if you don't want to go over the whole. No, it's it's a good story. Yeah. It's, um, so I was home for it was must have been spring break. Okay. From the the school district that I was involved in and was at my parents' house and just hanging out for some days. My mom uh, worked at the University of uh, Montana. She was in the security department then. And she one day said, hey, I heard there's this educator's career fair down at the um, student union and you could just come into town. So I rode into work with mom that morning and the the plan was I was going to go check out the educator fair and she'd be at work and we'd go out for lunch together. And I was like, you know, make a day of it. Uh, So... Was just, you know, going around to different uh, districts and chatting and seeing all the their info and stuff. And yeah. just making conversation at lunchtime. Well, not even seriously <coughs> considering any of these districts because I thought I had a plan. Yeah, I'm listening. You're good. Um, <laughs> I, I thought I had a plan for the next year already. So yeah. I, I wasn't even really looking, just curious. But yeah. Making conversation at lunch. And I remember, you know, telling my mom, was like this district in Alaska is doing really cool stuff with language immersions. And nice. I don't even remember for sure what it was. I'm thinking it was probably like lower K or something like that. That did like the, uh, you know, native language courses in the primary grades and stuff. Oh, okay. and, um, 
I just remember mom's reaction was just immediate and stark. And she just like looked up in big eyes and goes, don't you dare move to the left. And she did that. She like slammed her hand down on the table. And like that, just that moment is like seared in my mind. And she's like, don't you dare. And I was like, oh yeah, watch me. And so I went back for the second half, like the afternoon of that job fair with a completely different mindset. Like I'm looking for a job and I'm only talking to districts in Alaska. (laughs) And I I did. I signed a contract later that day. When did you have to leave? Not till August. Okay. So So you had some time then. Yeah, I I had some months to. Like, okay, this is what I'm doing. Move out of my apartment, stick stuff in storage, pack up, you know, ship boxes to Alaska. Yeah. Do you do a lot of things out of spite? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think of myself as a spiteful person, but maybe stubborn a little. I don't know. (laughs) That's funny because I'm not very revengeful or... Oh, man. I don't know. Maybe I'm spiteful and I don't realize it, but... (laughs) Hey, man. A lot of years I just did shit to spite, you know. Fuck you. Whole rage against the machine. Fuck you. I won't do what you tell me. <laughs> you know. I think that 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 moment is it's like a defining moment in my life, like a, a core memory. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, and it it makes me consciously aware of trying not to do that to my own kids, but yeah. I'm sure I do. I mean, yeah. there's stuff that I, without any notion or idea, that it's going to be life-alteringly impactful on them i'm sure i just say stuff out of the you know moment that it's like for her it was probably just totally a passing moment uh, you know and she did explain later she said she she only said that because they have other relatives in alaska and stuff and she said everybody who moves to alaska falls in love with it never wants to come home again yeah and i mean she's right here it is like I don't know when 18, 19 years later and I'm still in Alaska so in a different part though yeah that's true totally different part because you were further up north now you're first village I taught in was Norvik it was actually just above the Arctic Circle by like 9 miles or something up near Kotzebue only taught there for a year how was Santa? (laughs) he was like my next door neighbor (laughs) yeah that's what I was yeah 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 Uh, Moved down to Lake and Penn District, a little village of Kakanak on Lake Iliamna. Taught there for 10 years. Damn. <laughs> Moved over to the Kenai Peninsula. It was actually funny. I thought I wanted to be on the road system, but I only stayed there for one year. And then they were, like, restructuring that school. So it had been, I mean, it was just a tiny little school. It was just a two-teacher site. Wow. And then when they restructured the grades, it was going down to a one-teacher site. And I'd only been there for a few months at that point. So it was obvious, like, okay, I'm going to be out of a job in another half a year. Yeah. And so I ended up here, catch a can. Just by random chance or? Yeah, literally, I was just, like, online, like, clicking elementary school openings on the application there's like a teacher uh, placement site yeah and I was just like okay okay and like click 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 and I don't know if I even actually applied to Ketchikan or if it was just like you know the the districts can also see qualified applicants that fit their criteria too so I don't know if I applied to them or or they found me I I genuinely don't know actually great movie by the way (laughs) sorry go on (laughs) your mind like just thinks in movies (laughs) yeah um but they called me up to schedule an interview, and then I was like, well, I, you know, of course I scheduled the interview. I got off the phone after, and I was like, where on earth is Ketchikan? I had no idea. I had to Google it. 
It's like, whoa, way yeah. back over there? Okay. It's closer to where you grew up. <laughs> yeah, and like a million miles further away. It's like a whole different climate. Like Western Alaska feels more like Montana than does this it? does. It does. Oh, okay. So you're here now. Things are going good. Um, mm-hmm. What, uh, how, how is the school year going with the, with the pandemic hitting? How did that affect you? Um, you know, it's nice that Ketchikan has been mostly in-person schooling. We've had like a day or so here or there where, well, you know, we had to yeah, no, close for deep cleaning. But in yeah. general, Normal. there's definitely some, some differences just procedurally and stuff. But yeah. most of the day-to-day instruction is fairly normal. I think the biggest impact on my life has been like, you know, if a kid has to quarantine or something and suddenly they're out of school for two weeks and used to the kind of thing, you know, a kid gets a cold and they miss two days of school. And then if somebody in their family had COVID or they were a close contact or just, you know, their family feels safe for staying home for a while, like literally from just before Halloween until after Christmas, till January, there Mm. was not... No, there was one. I was going to say there wasn't a day, but there was one single day out of all those months when I had all of the kids in my class there on the same day. Yeah. And that's definitely impactful because it's like, well, they, they've missed this chunk of instruction or they've missed that. And we're, you know, we're going on to this next math chapter, but they haven't had the previous one or, you know, we're like, uh using examples of things in, in reading, like, you know, oh, okay. oh, we read this earlier in the year, and it's like, we did that comprehension strategy, so you're referencing that later and saying, oh, yeah, do you remember when we did, oh, yeah, you didn't do that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Backtrack <laughs> hold, a little. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, let's, uh, re- rethink how I'm presenting this now. So, like, when I was looking, because I, I was, um, it was I, I just didn't like standing for eight hours a day. It was killing my knees. I was a greeter at Walmart. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were like, hey, there is... And I and I, I want to say you told me about... I don't know if it is that exact position. But I think I told you. I said, oh, that's less money than what I'm making. And then I, when I started working at Walmart, I think I was bitching to you again. I was looking for work. And I was like, oh, hey, look at this. And I was like, oh, man, I wonder if this is the same job she told me about. I said, okay. And then... Oh, it was another different one. Oh, yeah. was it? Yeah. I applied and then like immediately got a um, an interview and then they hired me right after I left. But one of my questions to the principal and vice principal was like, how has COVID affected you guys? How many days did you guys miss since the pandemic hit? And they told me they've only missed one day at that school. Yeah, a lot of schools have only missed one, maybe two. And I, I think that like the whole social distancing thing that they've got going there, uh, I think that's hard on the kids not hanging with their buddies at recess and stuff. They only hang with their own class, but yeah. that, that's really the reason we've been able to stay open. Because even if one class got shut down for a kid or a family member had COVID or something, yeah. like they're a close contact, the whole rest of the school hasn't been affected because yeah. they haven't been in contact with those other kids anyway. Yeah. That was definitely a fucking very physical job. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it was way the fuck out north too, so... Yeah, the the commute would be bad. Yeah, it just just yeah, but anyway, so well, that's good then. Um, how you feel? You like the yeah, like your episode so far? Is that <laughs> is this a good enough time for you right there? Oh man, yeah. It, after I was nervous when you first said, "Okay, I'm gonna I'm hitting record now," and yeah. then uh, 
uh, eventually just kind of forget that you're sitting there holding a microphone in front of me and are just chatting. So. Yeah. Well, that's a good first episode. Yeah. We'll keep it like that. Um, cool. She'll come back again. We'll discuss... Uh, <laughs> we'll go more in depth on personal shit. Like, uh, I remember you were talking about uh, Nerdum one time because we, we discuss... <laughs> Star Wars shows and shit. Yeah. Whatnot. So we'll hit that next time, right? You're just like grinning with this, like nodding <laughs> yeah, your head. Yeah. Like you're, you're going to like publicly agree to another episode now, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll be back. You could always back out as soon as I hit stop. <laughs> then, then you could just always tell me I'm busy. Yeah. Uh, me and my boyfriend are busy today. I can't record a podcast with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the kids I, are fidgety. I'm, I'm busy every day yeah. for the next like indefinitely <laughs> yeah. now I'll probably be back yeah alright well thanks for coming on yep thank you later